How much more exciting would math class have been when you were a student? If your teacher had planned all types of fun, hands-on, math center activities, games, and projects. You are listening to episode 18 of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast, and this is the last of the four-part series about the MATH system of Upper Elementary Math Workshop. Today, we are talking about the H in MATH, so let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Upper Elementary Simplified, the podcast where busy and overwhelmed teachers find thoughtful ideas to get students engaged in meaningful learning experiences. Hi, I'm Dana Rodebush, former fifth grade classroom teacher and founder of Teacher Tech Studio. I'm here to share practical tips and strategies that will help you grow as an educator. If you are a tired upper elementary teacher searching for ways to cut down your planning time while boosting student engagement, you are in the right spot. Are you ready? Let's simplify. Math centers, math stations, the best part of the student's day. All of these terms describe the H in MATH, and that is hands-on activities. I can say with about 99% certainty that the favorite part of math workshop for your students will be the hands-on activities rotation. Many learners are most successful when they can participate in some type of hands-on activity. This type of learning is especially helpful for students to not only be able to quote unquote see the math happening, but it is also super engaging for students, which makes them actually want to practice the skill. Hands-on activities in the form of games, projects, or challenges are learning in disguise. Plus, if your students are working in small groups on these activities, they are building teamwork skills and developing leadership qualities, which as we know, are important life skills. So not only are they working on math skills, but they are also collaborating with their peers and learning to manage differences, other personalities and opinions, and in some cases, frustration. But all of these emotions and experiences build independence for your students. So I mentioned in episode 14 about the math center recording sheets that I designed that print double-sided on a single page and fold to create a little booklet. I love these because there is space for students to record answers to three math centers, a reflection about the week's activities, and a full page independent practice sheet. I'm going to put a link to the free sample of my fifth grade whole number operation centers in the show notes so you can check out what I'm talking about here. So you can find those at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash episode 18. So today I'm going to give you a list of seven ideas that you can use as activities in your hands-on station in your upper elementary classroom. There are obviously way more out there, but this list will be a good start to get you thinking. And then you can always do a search on TPT to find more. Number one, and probably the most common that you will find are task cards. If you're not familiar with task cards, these typically print out four per page and you can laminate them and use them year after year. They will have a multiple choice or sometimes a short open response question that students need to solve and then record on their recording sheet. I used to love to use task cards to play scoot in my classroom. 
that's not a math center activity, but it's a whole class activity where students stand up behind their desk and at each desk there is a test card. I would give them about 30 seconds, depending on the question, at each card um, and then say scoot. They would travel around the room in a specific pattern, answering the questions on all of the cards until they returned back to where they started. It was really fun and a great way to get them up and moving. Anyways, back to our list of hands-on math center activities. Number two is any type of puzzle or challenge or mystery. Some of the puzzles I have created have a puzzle mat and cards that students use to match an expression with a product, maybe matching vocabulary words with meanings. Number three is similar to puzzles and it is matching games. So these can be like the puzzles where the students have a match mat with expressions and then cards with answers that they place onto the mat. Or it could be like the classic match game where students have cards that they lay out face down on the table or the floor and flip over two at a time until they get a match. These would be super simple to make on your computer or even just with some paper and a Sharpie. The thing with this type of activity that you would want to make sure and do is print the expressions on one color and the answers on another color so students can find actual matches rather than flipping over two answers or two expressions at a time. Number four on my list of math center ideas is a roll and solve activity. Again, this activity would be very simple to make and set up. All you need is some dice, or you could use playing cards and call it in the cards instead of roll and solve, and a few mats created for your students to fill in numbers to create their own practice. For example, if students are practicing with comparing numbers, the roll and solve mat would have three or four boxes as spaces for students to write the numbers they roll and then a circle in between two sets of boxes that they can record their greater than or less than sign to compare the numbers they created with the dice. I will put a link in the show notes to an example of what I'm talking about. Number five is a sort activity. Again, another fairly simple one to create. You would need two or three categories that you want your students to sort answers into. So true and false, maybe operations if you are wanting students to decide if they need to multiply or divide to solve a word problem. So your two categories could be multiply and divide. And then the cards that students are sorting will have word problems that they have to read and decide which operation they need to use to solve. Or I have one for powers of 10, where the categories are 10 squared, 10 cubed, and 10 to the power of 4. And then the cards that students sort have fill-in-the-blank expressions. For example, 3 and 92 hundredths times blank equals 3,920. And students would be expected to sort this card under the 10 to the power of 3 category. The great thing about this activity is you can really create a game for any math skill. Number six is clip cards. These are similar to task cards, but with clip cards, students get to use either paper clips, clothespins, or binder clips to choose their answers on the card. And then some clip cards will print with the answers on the back so they are quick and self-checking. 
And finally, number seven on the list of Mass Center activities is one that I actually talked in detail about in episode 14, and that is Math Escape Challenge activities. The great thing about escape challenges are, as I mentioned in episode 14, is that they work well as independent activities, but they are also great to use as center activities and allow students to work on them with partners or a small group. So that's why I've included math escape challenge activities in this list of hands-on activities for groups. My favorite type of escape challenge is to use a template that you can add your own content to. Since you are a listener of the podcast, I am linking my editable escape activity templates in the show notes. And if you use the coupon code podcast 30 checkout, you can save 30% off of the regular price. And that is the word podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and the number 330. Well, that wraps up our list of hands-on activity ideas and our series about the four parts of the MATH system of Upper Elementary Math Workshop. Remember that you can find all of the links that I mentioned in today's episode at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash episode 18. This Thursday will be the last Thursday episode of the summer, and I'm going to be talking all about getting your stations organized and give you some ideas for management for both math and literacy workstations to get your school year started off. So be sure to check that out. Do you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss on the podcast? I'm always looking for new ideas and would love it if you would let me know what you want to hear about. If you would like to submit a topic for the podcast, go to UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash submit a topic, and I will link that in the show notes. There's a quick form there for you to fill out, and I will do my best to create an episode just for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Upper Elementary Simplified. I hope you are able to take away something useful that will help you grow as a teacher. I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let me know by leaving me a review. It really does make a difference because reviews impact search results, which helps me to expand my reach to other educators. Plus, I love to read my listeners' comments. Until next time. Keep life simple.